You're listening to Smashing 50, the health, fitness and personal development podcast for middle-aged men. Hi, this is Mike from Smashing 50 and I'm very happy to be talking today with Brad Walker from thestretchcoach.com and today we're talking all about training for a 10k run. Uh, So whether you're a beginner or new to running, we're talking everything about warming up, cooling down, injury prevention, stretching and mobility, all those things you need to know about when you are new to running and you want to stay safe. And so um, this is especially for those of you who are on the 10k hero challenge. Um, If you don't know what that is, you can find out about that on smashing50.com. So hello and welcome to you, Brad. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be here. Um, Always good to talk with you. I know we've chatted a few times in the past and we've always had some interesting discussions. So uh, yeah, looking forward to having another good talk today. Excellent. And so uh, let's get straight into it. Um, So I've got these guys doing the 10K Hero Challenge right now. They're into week two. And um, but regardless of uh, if someone's on that challenge or not, um, what are the benefits of uh, of running, especially for guys who are you know middle aged? Yeah, look, um, running has a lot of benefits to it. I mean, the the sort of obvious ones are things like uh, improved cardiovascular uh, fitness, uh, improved aerobic fitness, uh, things like weight loss as well. Um, also, uh, running is a is a um, is a weight bearing activity, um, so it's all also very good for strengthening the bones and joints and that sort of stuff as well. Um, so there's a lot of benefits that go along with running, and um, you know as long as you uh, as long as you're careful and um, you know avoid injury, then uh, running is a great source of exercise for uh, for anyone of any age. I think as well, you know, people are, it's becoming a little bit more well known now that the, the mental benefits of, of running are, are really quite high as well. You know, all kinds of um, information coming out about mental health and about how, how running, I mean, for me, running is, is about positivity as well. It, it helps me set new goals and, you know, those endorphins that you, that you get when you finish a good run, it always makes you feel better. So, uh, so I think as well as, as as those kind of physical benefits, there are also a lot of mental benefits as well. So, for me, like running is it's one of those easy things you can do as well, isn't it? You know, it's it's not like you have to depend on any anything apart from you put your shoes on and you find half an hour and you go. So, uh, so I think for for busy parents as well, it's it's also a really good sport uh, to get yeah. into. So. But what might be the risks to uh, to these new runners then, who who are training for ten weeks to get to ten k? Uh, what kind of risks are they are they looking at? Yeah, well, um, you know, running certainly does have its fair share of uh, of injuries and ailments that go along with it. Um, so you know, there's uh, certainly some things that uh, new runners need to look out for. Um, you know, I often talk with people about uh, you know injury prevention and so forth and. And sometimes I, I tell them about, you know, the differences between, you know, muscle and tendon and joints and bones and so forth, um, just to give people an idea of how the body responds to exercise. Um, and a lot of people aren't aware that, uh, you know, muscle adapts very quickly to exercise. So whenever you start any type of exercise, whether it's running or going to the gym or riding or playing tennis, uh, your muscles adapt really quickly and they get stronger uh, really quickly. So it gives you this 
sort of false sense that you can do more, that you can run further, run faster, etc. Um, the problem is, is that all the other parts of your body take a lot longer to adapt. So things like, uh, you know, your tendons, your ligaments, the joints, the joint capsule, um, your bones, etc. Uh, they take a lot longer to adapt. So um, what often happens is, you know, people start running, um, you know, after those first few weeks where you get over the sort of, uh, you know, that soreness and stiff muscles and that sort of stuff. Um, and you start to get some momentum, you start to feel good, you start to feel like you can run a little bit further or a little bit faster. Um, well, that's your muscles adapting to the training that you're doing. Um, what you've got to keep in mind, though, is that uh, the rest of your body, all those the joints and ligaments and everything, um, take a little bit longer to catch up. So um, it's really important that uh, you include some, some recovery weeks in your training. Um, that you take really careful note of, uh, of things like, you know, little niggly pains and aches um, and you treat them um, as quickly as possible. Um, and, and just be aware that, uh, you know, even though you may feel like you can do more, um, it can take longer for all those other parts of your body to catch up. So uh, always keep that in mind. Um, but the, the probably some of the most common sort of things that runners have to deal with um, apart from those niggly sort of aches and pains and just sort of general muscle strains, um, you know, things like uh, knees um, tend to, um, you know, um, tend to cause, cause some problems. Um, the other areas that, uh, that are sort of common with new runners are calf and Achilles type problems. Um, so these are a couple of areas to sort of look out for. Um, and if you find yourself sort of getting any sort of pain or, or niggles in those areas, uh, then, you know, firstly, back off uh, and secondly, um, you know, um, instigate some treatment sort of options to, um, you know, to compensate for those. Would there be any kind of stretches or anything that they could do to, to try and help those kind of things? You know, what's the best way that they can kind of avoid those injuries in the first place? Yeah, look, um, you know, prevention is always the key. Um, when it comes to running, probably the most the most important thing uh, a runner can do to prevent injury is is work on their technique, uh, work on their form, their their biomechanics, uh, and become a better runner. Uh, don't worry so much about becoming faster, um, especially in the in the early stages of your training um, when you're getting going. Uh, concentrating concentrate on being a better runner rather than a faster runner. Um, so if you've got an opportunity to work with a coach, someone who can watch you running um, and pick up on little things, um, things like, uh, um, you know, running too upright um, is a cause of, cause of injury. Um, as far as your form and technique is concerned, uh, you want to be in a slightly forward position. So you want to be concentrating on leaning forward and leaning forward sort of from the ankles, not just leaning forward from the hips where you're sort of bending at the waist, but having a slight lean forward, um, keeping a nice, good, straight posture, shoulders back, head up, chest out, uh, running sort of chest forward. Um, what are some other things? Uh, relaxed shoulders, uh, trying to run off sort of the, the, the midfoot or ball of the foot rather than a heavy heel strike. Um, and it's, it's uh, as, as I said before, if you can get someone to have a look at your form, um, it's much easier for someone to sort of pick out what's wrong or, you know, where you can improve your form. 
rather than you trying to figure it out while you're running along. So um, by far, working on your technique is going to have the biggest effect on um, on minimising injury and preventing injury. Um, you notice, you know, all the good runners, they run beautifully when you look at them. They're smooth. Um, you know, they look like they glide along as they run. Um, so that would be my first sort of uh, thing as far as injury prevention is concerned. Concentrate on your form uh, and your technique. Um, and along with your form and technique, you know, the obvious thing, obvious things to work on are things like uh, your core strength. Um, so instigating some sort of strength training regime where you're focusing on your core. Um, for running things like your lower back, your glutes, uh, your backside, uh, your hamstrings, um, these are really important muscle groups. Um, a lot of runners have weak, uh, what we call posterior chain, which is the muscles in the back of your body. Um, so as I said before, that lower back, your glutes, uh, your hips and your, um, uh, your hamstrings, um, they'll help to not only improve your running, but they'll help to keep you in that nice uh, posture, that nice running technique. Um, so if you can instigate, um, even if it's just sitting on the floor at night and doing 10 minutes of sit-ups and sort of a few back exercises and things like that, um, that'll have a big effect uh, on your running and your running technique. Um, you know, again, with this whole technique thing, flexibility is important. Um, just being able to move freely as a runner uh, is really important. Uh, so having good flexibility and, again, working on those muscle groups that I spoke, spoke about before, the lower back, glutes, hamstrings, uh, calves, uh, quads is another, quads and hip flexors. Um, or another sort of muscle group that tends to tighten up with runners. Um, so all this sort of contributes to you becoming um, a better runner. Um, and that's, you know, really important when it comes to uh, injury prevention. Um, look, there's a lot of other things uh, that go along with um, helping to prevent injury. Uh, things like hydration. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand how important uh, hydration is. Um, so staying hydrated, drinking enough fluid, um, too much coffee is a real no-no, uh, for any sport. Um, you know, it affects, uh, um, you know, a lot of things, uh, within the body physically. Um, so too much caffeine, uh, can have a very negative effect on, uh, on the way muscles, uh, perform. Um, so limit the caffeine, increase the water intake. Um, sleep is another big one. Uh, make sure you're getting good quality sleep. This will help with recovery and repair uh, and rehabilitation um, and help with that uh, running consistency so that you can get those miles in. Um, and how about, what about your, your thoughts on warming up and, and cooling down? So, so we're looking at doing uh, 10K, uh, so roughly about an hour of running. Um, and at the moment, that the guys are running about 15 minutes this week. Um, what are your thoughts on them warming up? Should they be warming up? Uh, should they be cooling down? And do you have any specific exercises that, that you like to do? Um, yeah, look, because running is one of those activities where unless you're preparing for a race, um, if you're just going out for a jog, uh, as long as you start off nice and slowly and use maybe the first five or ten minutes of your run as a bit of a warm-up to sort of ease into it, um, that's a great way to sort of ease into your training runs. 
Um, I usually take the first five or 10 minutes of my runs. I'll just run very easy. I might even walk, jog, walk, jog for a little while. Um, you can throw in a few little stretches. Uh, now, the important thing with stretching during the warm-up is you don't want to be doing any intense stretching. So you want to keep your stretching very light, um, you know, very easy, um, only holding the stretch for, say, five or six seconds at a time. Uh, so no intense stretching, no long hold stretching, uh, just throwing a little bit of stretching in there to loosen up those areas that are important for running, obviously the hips, the legs, etc. You can incorporate some sort of arm swings, leg swings, that sort of stuff, and then just move into your uh, into whatever run you've got planned for that uh, that particular session. Um, if you're preparing for a race, that's another thing you need to take your warm up a little bit more seriously. Um, but for just those everyday runs where you're going out and doing your training run, uh, as long as you ease into it, um, like I said, just walk, jog, walk, jog. Um, maybe throw in a few very easy stretches and then into your sort of uh, main session for the uh, for the for the run that you're going to do. Um, your cool down, on the other hand, you can spend a little bit more time on your cool down. Uh, it is really important to um, let your body sort of come back to that pre-exercise level uh, and give it an opportunity to um, you know to sort of flush out some of those toxins. Uh, get your heart rate back down, get your respiratory rate back down. Um, so a cool down is is um, is important after you run, uh, and that can uh, consist of, of simply just five minutes of walking, um, walking nice and gently. Uh, again, you don't want to be doing too, uh, too much intense stretching during your cool down, um, just some very gentle stretching again. Uh, a lot of people make the mistake of trying to improve their flexibility during the warm-up and the cool-down. And the warm-up and cool-down is not the time to try and improve your flexibility. Um, all you're doing during the warm-up is just getting your mobility moving a little bit. Uh, and during the cool-down, all you're doing with a little bit of stretching is just elongating those muscles out a little bit. Um, when you run, uh, it is an impact sport. Uh, so the muscles do tend to tighten up when you run. Um, so the purpose of doing a little bit of stretching during your cool down is just to elongate those muscles out. And again, just return the body to that sort of pre-exercise state. Excellent. And as, as we, we were in a challenge uh, at the moment, the guys are running on a Tuesday, um, a Thursday and a Sunday. Uh, I think a little bit later, there's, a, there's, there's another day included as well. So they're doing three or four days of uh, of running. Uh, and later on, I think from week four as well, we'll be introducing some squats and some burpees and some some other, some planks and some, some other things um, to try and improve, give them a little bit more uh, strength training as well. Um, is it, do you think that there's space for some more stretching, would you suggest, in that time? And when, when do you think would be best would just stretch on, on non-running days? Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, mil, uh, mobility and flexibility, range of motion, that is very important as a runner, uh, just as important as things like your cardiovascular fitness and your strength training and your diet and nutrition and all that stuff as well. So uh, it is important that you do set some time aside for that, um, for working on your flexibility. 
Um, <clears throat> I mentioned before that um, I like to sit down at night um, before going to bed uh, and work on my flexibility training then. So, um, you know, oftentimes if you tell someone to do even just 10 or 15 minutes of stretching during the day, um, you know, none of us have got 10 or 15 minutes to, to, you know, sit down and just stretch. So hopefully at the end of the day, uh, you're, you've got an opportunity to relax a little bit more. Um, you're able to sit down. I usually sit down in front of the t TV. Uh, I like to watch a little bit of comedy or something um, and just sit on the floor and do some stretching. Now, I also use the opportunity to, um, to work on any little niggles or tight spots that I've noticed through the day or through my training. Um, so not only will I do some stretching, but I'll also do some uh, massage. I have one of those uh, massage sticks that I use uh, some foam rolling. It's also a really good time to use some foam rolling. Um, heat packs is another really good thing. So if you do find that you've got a little niggle uh, throughout the day or you've noticed maybe, you know, the outside of your knees just starting to hurt a little bit, um, make a mental note of that. Don't ignore it. Um, make sure you work on that at night time. So sit down, put a heat pack on it for a little while, uh, maybe do some massage on it and then stretch it out a little bit, maybe some foam rolling as well. Um, so there's a couple of advantages of doing your stretching training um, late at night before you go to bed. Um, and this is where you would do some more intense stretching. Um, so as opposed to your warm up and cool down where you're just doing very, very gentle light stretching, um, this is an opportunity to actually work on your flexibility, to really push your flexibility a little bit um, to extend that range of motion. Um, so you're going to do things like, you know, long hold static stretches where you'll get into a stretch position and you'll hold it for sort of 30, 40, 50 seconds um, and you'll start to push your flexibility a little bit. Not to the point where it's painful, not to the point where you're hurting yourself, uh, but just to the point where you're getting a good deep stretch and you're holding it for that sort of 30, 40, 50 seconds. Um, so yeah, there's a couple of benefits, uh, um, benefits to doing your stretching uh, late at night. Um, this actually, uh, doing your stretching late at night actually works on a neuromuscular level um, because what happens is before you go to sleep, uh, this increased flexibility or this increased range of motion is sort of the last thing your nervous system remembers before going to sleep. Um, so over time, this increased range of motion becomes your new normal from a neuromuscular point of view. Um, so that's a great way to improve your flexibility long term. Um, the other thing is that uh, your body does most of its repairing at night while you're sleeping. So um, your body is actually repairing itself in that elongated state. So again, that's contributing to your long-term uh, increase uh, in, in, in flexibility. So um, yeah, night time before you go to bed is definitely the best time to uh, work on that uh, stretching and flexibility. And are there any stretches in particular that runners should be looking at? I mean, for me, I'm sitting on the floor, I'm kind of got my legs out and I'm trying to touch my toes just to stretch my hamstrings out and my, my glutes and things like that. Are you looking at the the, the, the that kind of the, the hip area and the legs, of course? Yeah, for sure. So I mentioned before the posterior chain, which is basically all those muscles that run down the back of your body. So um, with runners, you tend to tighten up in that posterior chain. Uh, so the lower back and hamstrings is sort of one of those key areas that tend to tighten up. Um, so just sitting on the floor, legs straight out in front, make sure your toes are facing straight up and down. Don't let them fall out to the side. 
uh, and then just gently lean forward um, and just sort of hang in that position, um, you know, wherever your limit of flexibility is. Um, I know, you know, some of some of the some of the guys out there probably have very limited flexibility. Um, whatever your level is, whatever your flexibility level is, isn't important. Um, what is, is what is important is that you're working on your flexibility. So don't worry if you can't touch your toes. Don't worry if you can't get down to the floor. Um, just sit on the floor, legs out in straight, uh, out in uh, out in front of you. Uh, reach towards your toes. As I said, doesn't matter if you can get anywhere near your toes or not. And just relax in that position. Let your body relax. Let all those muscles loosen up and uh, and elongate out. Um, that's a great one. That's gonna that's gonna sort of target that whole posterior chain. Um, but a couple of other areas you want to work on um, are your calves. So the calves and Achilles is an area that um, that really um, can cause a lot of problems with runners. Um, so calf stretches, and it's really important that you do calf stretches uh, both with a straight leg, so, so keeping your knee straight, and then also doing calf stretches with your knee bent. Um, so that's, uh, that's going to, the calf muscle is actually made up of two separate muscles, and to stretch them both effectively, uh, you need to do a calf stretch with a straight leg and a calf stretch with a, with a bent leg. Um, so their key areas, are the glutes, the backside is another really important uh, muscle group for runners. Um, so again, sitting on the floor in that sort of uh, position we talked about before, one leg out in front. This time you bend one knee and sort of pull that knee in towards your chest and that'll focus on that large uh, buttocks muscle, uh, the glutes mm -hmm. there. Um, the other area that uh, a lot of runners struggle with is probably the uh, quads and hip flexors. Um, obviously, that muscle is very important for running. It, it lifts the leg up as you're coming through your running stride. Um, so it, it does continually contract all the time while you're running. Uh, the other thing is, you know, we all spend a lot of time sitting down. So sitting behind a desk or sitting in a car and those quads and hip flexors tend to tighten up quite a lot. Um, so uh, sort of an, an easy or a, a, a basic quad stretch is simply standing uh, on one leg. Uh, you can hold onto something for balance, uh, bringing your foot up behind your backside, holding onto it with your hand, and then pulling your foot back towards your, uh, towards your backside. Um, make sure you start the stretch by pushing your hips out in front, Okay, so you get uh, not only the quads, but also those hip flexors as well. Um, and yeah, just take notice of where you feel tight. Um, it's one thing to sort of uh, give you, you know, a list of stretches to do. Um, but what, uh, what's going to be most beneficial is you start to notice what's tight for you. Um, you might notice that you have a lot of tightness uh, in, the, in the quads, for example. So spend more time on that. Um, or you might notice that you're really, really tight in the hamstrings and lower back. So that's where you need to focus most of your time on. Um, so when you do your running, just be mindful of what you're feeling. Um, you know, like I said before, if you feel any little niggles or twinges, take notice of those um, so that you can sort of take care of them uh, that night or as part of your uh, part of your recovery. Um, and also where you're feeling tight, you know, if your calves tighten up while you're running, 
um, that's an indication that you need to work on those. So spend a little bit of time stretching, maybe some foam rolling, uh, massage tool, uh, heat, uh, all those things are really good for recovery and rehabilitation. Um, and and it's, it's, it's that stuff that will help you to run consistently. It's always those little niggles that sort of stop people from progressing. So um, really take notice of those and make sure you work on them. So, so your advice would be if you, if you notice a niggle, hold back on the running a little bit, spend more time focusing on, on you know, stretching and exercising that, that part until it feels, you know, loose again. Yeah, for sure. Um, look, one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest enemies um, of runners and particularly male runners uh, is ego, and um, you know we've all we've all suffered from it. None of us are uh, immune to it. Um, I know I've fallen victim to ego uh, many times, um, and it'll it'll get you into more trouble than anything else. So. Uh, there's this tendency that, uh, especially as men, that we, uh, you know, push through the pain, uh, no pain, no gain, um, and that's a big mistake. So make sure you, you know, check your ego. Um, you know, if you if you're not feeling if you're not feeling it one day, like take notice of that. Um, maybe just walk for that day instead of running, or just throw in a few little jogs here and there. Um, you know, don't be afraid to back off. Don't be afraid to. You know, if you if you're planning a 5k run and you get 500 meters down the road and you just feel like crap, well, either walk, go for a walk, or cut your run short. Um, don't let your ego take over. Um, you know, don't let your ego tell you, oh, you know, I've got a 5k run planned. I have to do it, come hell or high water, because um, that's what's going to get you into trouble. So. Um, Take notice of how you're feeling, and um, you know, and adjust your your uh, your training accordingly. And um, and when you do come across those little niggles or tight spots, or if you find you know something's tightening up more than it should, uh, then focus on that and spend that time um, taking care of it. And I know that either on your website or your YouTube page, you've got hundreds of, of videos, haven't you? For uh, so, where would the best place be for? For people to go to, to find some some of those stretches yeah for sure look um all those stretches that i talked about before all those muscle groups i talked about talked about before i've got um yeah dozens and dozens of stretches on my website uh with videos and photographs and detailed uh you know descriptions of how to do them so uh if you head over to stretchcoach.com um, and just go to our uh, free article section. Um, you can do a search for, you know, calf stretches and uh, you'll find calf stretches, hamstring stretches, back stretches, uh, whatever you want to work on. Uh, and most of the YouTube videos that I've got on YouTube, I put them on my website as well. Uh, so most of them are there uh, sort of embedded in the articles. Um, and there's also some great information on treating injuries as well. So, uh, you know, if you do find that you're, Maybe your Achilles is uh, giving you a little bit of grief. Um, just search for Achilles uh, or Achilles injuries. Um, and, you know, there's full treatment plans and everything there that you can uh, use to treat just about any running injury that you can think of. Yeah, I think your website is like the perfect library of, uh, of any kind of stretch or, or any injury prevention you can find. Um, and now one of the reasons why I started this this whole 
project, if you like, and tried, you know, decided I wanted to get fit um, was because I had these awful back pains um, a, a few years ago. And, you know, for a short time, I was walking with a little stoop because uh, I had this, this SIJ injury. And so I became absolutely terrified of becoming old and being, you know, one of these guys who's like shuffling around. And so mobility, uh, I realized, you know, it was all to do with poor posture, sitting down too much at the desk, not moving at all, no exercise. Um, I saw a physio and she told me in no uncertain terms, start running you need to you know you've got awful strength in your all of these places where you've mm. just said you know in that in that what, what did you call it the back section the the, uh, the posterior chain the posterior chain yeah my hamstrings everything she said was rotten and mm. uh, she said just start running i mean here i am a few years later and i i barely noticed the thing at all you know at one point upon one point i i honestly thought i had to live with this pain forever it was it was horrendous and i think through running um it, it, it's you know obviously strengthened that posterior chain and all of those different areas and so that i'm moving a lot more freely now and, and is that you know is it you know how, how does running improve your mobility because for me it really has you know is, is that is the truth in that yeah, for sure. I mean, we're all sort of victims of this modern world where we, you know, sit behind laptops or uh, sit hunched over a phone or, um, you know, spend way too much, um, you know, stuck in traffic um, driving cars. So, you know, exactly what you just described, this, um, this uh, you know, scenario you get into where that whole back section of your body just becomes weak. Uh, you tighten up through the front of your body, uh, you, you sort of bend forward into this slumped over posture, uh, and that just creates almost like a snowball of, um, of different aches and ailments and injuries and all sorts of things. So, um, you know, running is one of those great activities that, um, you know, helps on so many different levels. Um, you know, once you start getting into your running, you will start to develop strength all through that posterior chain. Um, you know, you'll develop strength in areas that, um, you know, are affected by sitting down all the time. Um, so, you know, and that's not to mention the other benefits, just, uh, you know, improving your cardiovascular uh, fitness, uh, weight loss, all that sort of stuff as well. So, um, and then, you know, obviously that leads into your mobility. I mean, running is one of those activities that can uh, tighten those muscles up. Um, as I mentioned before, it is a it is an impact activity. So those that that impact um, does tend to constrict the muscles and tighten them up. Um, so mobility is something that you do need to work on uh, separately from running. Um, but yeah, combine running with some mobility training, and you know, like you said before, you'll you'll definitely experience the uh, the benefits uh, from it. Yeah, it was, you know, miraculous, you know, if nothing else, uh, I really, I really did have a, a point where I thought I was going to be like that forever. And, um, and she was right, you know, the, the running really, uh, you know, took that pain away, well, where it seemed like it, there was no, uh, there was no escape. Brilliant. Uh, thanks very much for your time, Brad. And um, I won't keep you any longer. Um, but I think, you know, for these guys, they've got some really great, um information now i know uh, there's a library of information that they can go and find on your website if, if they're looking for for anything in particular and uh, so i'd just like to say thanks very much again for for your expertise and your time 
Uh, thank you, Mike. It's always a pleasure talking with you. And um, yeah, if, uh, if anyone does have any more questions or anything, just head over to stretchcoach.com. Uh, you can get in touch with me via the contact uh, form there and uh, more than happy to answer uh, anyone's questions related to running or flexibility or sports injury or anything along those, uh, along those terms. Excellent. Okay, Brad, thanks very much for your time. Thanks, Mike. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to Smashing 50, the health, fitness and personal development podcast for middle-aged men.